Once upon a time, there was a young woman named Elise who wanted to see the entire world and all the stories within it. One day, she met a white rabbit who asked her to come along for a journey of discovery. Welcome to Elise in Wonderland. that I took to parts of Europe, so mm. I'm really excited to talk about some of that. We have some fun games for listeners, uh -huh. and uh, we are going to quiz Jin and embarrass him at every twist and turn today, <laughs> so I hope you are all looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm ready. Just use me. Use me. <laughs> use and abuse you. Okay. Long time no see, right? I know. Mm. I missed everyone out there in Radio Land. Not you, Jin. I see you all the time. Well, usually when you see me, you need a question, you need something, so... Yeah, Jen Thank and I you. are co-workers, and he is uh, the resident IT expert, so every time... He probably avoids people in the hallway, <laughs> because every time we see him, we're like pulling him into a room, Yeah, and being like, Jen... It's okay, I like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. So... Uh, it's been a little while. I've been away. Things have been busy with work, and I'm really happy to be back in the studio with Jin mm. and talk a little bit about what has gone on in the last little while and catch everyone up on my trip and talk a little bit about what's happening next for Elise in Wonderland show. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start with uh, your week. Your week was pretty dramatic. Yeah. Jin, tell us all about yeah. it. Well, it's been three weeks since the last show was August okay. 9th. It was Club Wonderland, so you missed all the fun. I saw your your description said <laughs> not not suitable for babies because Four of all years. the bouncing. Yeah, yeah. So what was it? Was it a crazy night at Club Wonderland? Yeah, just uh, getting songs from different countries, different people. Nice. And play. Did you get some good time. feedback on the that show? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Learned some good. I like it myself. I keep those songs on my players now yeah you have folders on your desktop mm -hmm. with songs <laughs> um yeah that sounds good i actually was hoping to do a few more episodes where we can have like a classic mm -hmm. radio show we can pretend to be old school djs totally. and say anyone from germany wants to call in today <laughs> and give us your favorite song um so maybe we'll have an opportunity to do that again yeah well beside the show i had happened something to me i got my bike stolen Mm. So what happened was I parked on the on the library in the Mohawk, and my tire was flat. So I was looking for this pump, mm -hmm. and when I bring it, bring the pump from my friend, it was gone. So I only <gasps> got pump. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute, you unlocked it, put it to the side, no. went inside for a moment. No, I I locked it, and I came back like a week later. Mm. So it makes sense. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. No, you also okay. have some good news. Every episode, as you know, <laughs> Jen has to talk about Janet. And right. Janet, if you're listening. Yeah, my wife is uh, working at this point right now. She works until 5.30 today. Um, she's checking international students in, so nice. she will be popular girl. Yeah, mm -hmm. so at our college we have, um, this is the time where everyone comes from all mm. around the world. I actually met a student this morning who rolled in two suitcases. He was wow. right off a of flight from China. Wow, and from the airport. From the airport, right. yeah. Um, some people come, it's rare, but some people come and don't 
realize that they have to book accommodation ahead of time for the year. So it's always interesting. There's never a dull moment. Where I think we should have put some bed on Mohawk. I had that. Co- this is a digression. We had this conversation today really? about hiding beds in our walls in the offices. <laughs> we can nap. Um, there's all jokes around people that are here early in the morning and stay late that we have phantoms mm. in the college, oh, okay. like Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> um, you also had a journey with a rental car. Yeah, um, well, I don't have a car, but I need I need to practice, and we need to grocery shopping sometimes. So we find out we can rent a car all day, mm-hmm. and we can practice, we can drive, we can go to Lancaster, Lake Ontario, cool. to the grocery shopping. We can buy two rice. We usually can afford only one because it's too heavy. It's like <laughs> eight kilograms, right? Do you have and a now, Costco membership yet? No. I'll have to take you guys with me. <laughs> it's the best. Okay, I love their hot dogs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Two rice. You're yeah. stepping it up in the world. Mm-hmm. Total like 16 kilograms. So <laughs> did you did you weigh it? Yeah, it's, it stays on the. Oh, on the okay. Did I had weight? Yeah, and then last week I went to Indian restaurant in Stony Creek. I know you went the same corker we did um, yeah. for Kinder. Yeah. And we had something called kali. I'm not sure it's mm. the right pronunciation. So it doesn't really mean a specific food, mm-hmm. but it's the day, a food of the day. So. The owner or, or chef choose whatever the fresh ingredient, ingredients and cook right away. So every day is different menu, but still it is fresh and it is tasty. And Kali is a Hindu goddess as oh. well, who liberates your soul. God of food? Yeah, that's how I feel about oh, okay. <laughs> No, not God of food, but the, I, that's how I feel about food. Mm-hmm. It liberate, <laughs> liberates <Yeah>. your soul. <laughs> I would like one goddess, please. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's about sounds... you, other than trips we are going to talk about? Other than the trips, uh, it's been really busy. Um, the mm. week has been really fun. As I mentioned, startup is among us. Mm. And just meeting people that come in from all around the world. Some people bust in the door and mm-hmm. they're asking me all sorts of questions. How do I get involved? I want to know about this, this, and that. Um, this information isn't correct. Mm-hmm. Give me their. <laughs> there are other people that <laughs> do are. You, do you that, see their eyes are like fresh somehow? Their eyes are fresh? Like they're interesting or they're exciting. You know, I can sometimes yes. feel that. I feel it mm. and I see it when, just like when you, and I'm sure anyone listening out there can anticipate. This feeling and knows this feeling well. When you step off a plane in a new country, yeah. you look at everything. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the signs for the washroom are different. Their stoplights yeah, are yeah. different. Oh, like you order this in a different way. And so I see students walking around constantly, peeking their heads in the room. Someone said, Washroom. Oh my gosh, washrooms. <laughs> well, I remember the water uh, tap on the washroom is all kind of sensors, right? Oh, that is that blew me up? Really? Yeah, we have to have a uh, this thing. It blew you up. Yeah, like blew yeah. you away. <laughs> <laughs> so high tech. Right? Yeah, they that's also, true. Mm-hmm. All these things we think are normal all over mm-hmm. the world. Um, so I've been seeing, meeting a lot of students that make me laugh <laughs> because they're just so excited to be here. Yeah. Um, we've run a lot of sessions with the students, asking questions about. All sorts of things, and I've been planning uh, for some big parties. Yeah. So it's been a very good week, mm-hmm. and I'm curious to know what were the. So you had your Club Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Did you have any other guests on the show? No, actually, there was the only show, and mm. the, the previous show was uh, the Yuki from Japan. 
Oh, right. So we actually skipped a lot of shows. That's okay. I apologize. It's uh, our startup. So I was really busy and I can do without you. What? Yes. No, you can't. <laughs> uh, so let's talk a little bit about the history of the day. We haven't had this a segment. Mm -hmm. We'll call it a segment because we're a professional radio show. We haven't had this segment on our show in a while, but um, we actually have a little placeholder that always says HOTD for history of the day in brackets, if, if interesting. interesting. <laughs> and we uh, found that today on August 30th, there are some interesting things. Mm -hmm. um, there are days celebrated around the world. One of them today is Frankenstein Day. Mm. I'm sure you're familiar with the story, Frankenstein, of the reanimated corpse of Frankenstein mm -hmm. um, by author Mary Shelley. And uh, actually, I learned that Frankenstein is the fusing of two words, uh, which I thought were mm. um, appropriate for today's <laughs> episode. Franks, who are Germanic tribe, and Stein, which means stone. Mm -hmm. So, like a stone man, Franken nice. Frankenstein. <laughs> Um, and you had an interesting fact about that as well. Yeah, so I found that author Marie Shelley was 18 years old only ah. when she wrote this scary story. And it's interesting, his background too. So there is a popular, I don't really know about the, the rivers, but popular poet George Gordon Byron. Mm -hmm. And he invited different people, including Mary Shelley. Um, and they had a kind of scary story competition, not like event, but you know, let's take a turn and talk about scary story. Yeah. And people do that. And actually, Vampire came from there, too. Huh. I didn't get the name of the author, but she was there, too. And Mari was talking about Frankenstein. And So it was these. like a famous book club. I guess, all yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually did a... Um, way back in the day, I don't know why this just <laughs> came to me, but way back in the day Famous when I was life. really young, I did a, like a book report on Percy Bysh, Bysh Shelley, who's mm. a very famous poet, who is Mary Shelley's husband. Oh. So they're a power couple when it comes oh. to writing. Um, but that's maybe how some of these poet, where do these guys hang out? Yeah. <laughs> we are not invited. So We're not invited to this cool party. Um, Sweets. It's also Toasted Marshmallow Day. For all of those uh, people that are coming to a new country to study, mm -hmm. uh, especially to Canada, look up a thing called s'mores, <laughs> if you haven't before. Um, and Toasted Marshmallows, it's, uh, it's a childhood thing that people do around mm -hmm. here where they put a marshmallow on a stick and hold it over a flame. Yeah. Doesn't it melt? Have you done it before? I think Gin. so, but it was... A short time. So. Oh, I have to do this. With but you. if I leave it, if it, leave it there. Is it melting later? Actually, the outside of it crisps up and gets really burnt. Oh, okay. The inside melts, but stays intact. Mm. So you can even take the layers off and remelt and retoast them. <laughs> um, people get very excited about marshmallows mm -hmm. around here. And uh, it's also the last Thursday in August. Already. Yes, mm. and that is a thoughtful Thursday. Okay. Apparently. You need to be thoughtful today. Uh, if you're listening in your car, at home, <laughs> take a moment. There you go. There's yeah. the moment. <laughs> be thoughtful. So today, uh, like we mentioned, we're going to be talking about um, some of the travels through Europe of late, a uh, little bit about what I saw and did. And um, to commemorate that, the first stop, uh, was Germany, and I'm going to play a song by Wilco, who is a wonderful alt-rock 
country something band um and it's a song called impossible germany i hope you enjoy and we'll be back in just a few moments for elise in wonderland welcome back to elise in wonderland on 101.5 the hawk it's 5 20 p.m and we are talking about me 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 <laughs> uh, my recent jen's rolling his eyes my recent trip um to Europe, so the first mm -hmm. stop on this trip, Germany. Okay. Um, well, before, can you tell me why you picked the German or why you picked the Europe this time? I picked Europe because there was a uh, MotoGP race happening oh. in Austria, and this uh, was planned all around it. Mm -hmm. I've been to Germany before in Munich, and didn't spend very long, but loved the time I spent there. And nice. so I've heard so many things about Berlin, uh, and that was the first. Okay, so let's go first to Berlin. Stop. Let's go to Berlin, everyone. Yeah. So first impressions. Um, <laughs> if anyone's gone to East Vancouver and seen kind of the punk rock okay. <laughs> and hippie kind of people mm. and community that lives there, that's what it first reminded me of. Mm. Um, people as early as 11 a.m. sitting and drinking a beer and having their wow. breakfast. Totally normal thing. So beer is like everyday thing? and every Everyday. Time thing? Uh -huh. You know, if you're on like Tim Hortons, <laughs> we sound so lame. You're in Tim Hortons and you're getting a breakfast combo and you can get a black coffee yeah. or orange juice or Scramble whatever. Or yeah. This is the same. You can get a croissant, you can get a sausage, and you can get a beer. Sounds amazing. With your breakfast. Mm. So, um, so Berlin was wonderful, but it has a ton of history. Mm. Um, it was physically and ideologically divided from really recently, from 1961 to 89, by the famous Berlin Wall. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I was really curious to know what how that would translate into a culture right. who has been divided um, with like a Western world perspective and Western European perspective and a mm -hmm. Soviet perspective and a divided country. And it is important, especially for Koreans, because it's kind of reflecting our situations too. So we are also yeah, I didn't curious think of that. when we are get together, when we are reunited. It's probably mm. happening same thing as German has, right? Mm. But we are worried because we are separating longer and longer now. Yeah. So it's impact we will feel be disconnected bigger. longer yeah. and longer. I mean, it's getting better this time. Like we are doing sports together sometimes, but still, like we learn from German for sure, mm. and maybe Vietnam too. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting so time. So. Uh, just a little history lesson to bring everyone up to mm -hmm. speed. After World War II, um, Berlin and all parts of Europe around Berlin were divided into four areas. One of the sides, on the western side, was for uh, each of the allied countries, France, UK, and the US. And the eastern side was the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. So to stop the migration of Germans to the west side of Berlin, communist government built a wall. Mm -hmm. Many tried to escape, many died doing so. There's something called the Death Strip, um, which is a big, uh, almost like sand, mm, like no road bodies. in between. Mm. Um, that was put there purposely so that anyone trying to escape to the west side would have nowhere to hide. Yeah, um, Families were separated. It was a dark time in in our world's history. Mm -hmm. um, and so since, um, 
since the wall fell, parts of the wall are still up or in different displays around Berlin. Um, I know that it's famous for people taking pieces off the wall, putting graffiti on the wall. Um, And I find out some people are selling it on the German. Did you see anyone selling this? No, I think think it was more common before, and now it's running out of wall. So Mm. people, it's it's definitely banned. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure police does something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like an artifact, right? Mm-hmm. But there were public displays um, there, slabs. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some famous sites that I saw, like the Brandenburg Gate, uh, which is a backdrop to many moments in history. If mm-hmm. you look up Berlin history, you see this gate. It's a huge gate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how do I describe this? <laughs> it's a big old gate. Yeah. Um, and so everything from Napoleon's war marches to the Nazi party mm. using this as a symbol to a gathering place to commemorate the falling of the Berlin Wall. When this happened, everyone comes to this place. So it's a very famous landmark. Was it like a tour of the center of the it's Berlin? It's huge. It's like a, it's almost like a multiple archways mm, okay. um, in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. And today it's a landmark for uh, and a pedestrian area. So. Anyone, I'm sure, has heard the soundbite who's interested in history. Um, Gorbachev, tear down this wall. This is where Ronald Reagan had his fa- famous speech challenging the Soviet Union leader Gorbachev to um, stop the divide. So it's crazy to think that this just happened in the 80s, but mm. um, yeah, recent history. There also is an incredible memorial there. I mean, people all over the world understand the atrocities. Um, of concentration camps in World War II. It's a memorial mm. called Memorial to the Murdered Jews of Europe. Mm. I Please look this up on Google Images. It's an incredible, incredible memorial. So it's a 4.7 acre site. 4.7 acres in the middle of the city covered in huge concrete slabs. Mm. Eight, nine feet, some bigger. Um, there's 2,711 of them covering this field. Uh, and so it, there's also an underground information place commemorating um, Holocaust victims. Mm-hmm. And it is meant to basically you walk through and there's rows and rows and rows of these columns and the ground is wavy. Mm-hmm. So when you're walking through, you feel dizzy, you feel oh, disoriented. Okay. And it's confusing, so I've read up on it, and basically the the aim of the artist and the architect that made this is to represent, mm. quote, an ordered system that has lost touch with human reason. Um, mm. Something like, you know, when the Nazi regime took over. Yeah. Um, something that seemed normal to people at the time, mm-hmm. in, in retrospect, seems so crazy that this could have happened. It's interesting, so... Like as an Eastern Asian, mm-hmm. we are not that much learning about the Western, like European history uh, by books. But I watched this movie called Life is Beautiful. Yeah. Do you know? Great movie. Yeah, that's the movie about or everything like Jewish and mm-hmm. Nazism, right? And that kind of blew me away. And we still remember how it was a difficult time. It's sad. It's really sad. And this mm. is how we remember things, right? Yeah. But the cool thing is, mm. um, Germans put their history on display. Mm. They, they don't, don't hide. They do not hide it, mm. but they hide, 
you know, Hitler's bunker, mm-hmm. his main office, is a parking lot somewhere. Okay. So they do an interesting job of um, putting their history on display in a way they don't forget it, but not idolizing mm-hmm. someone like that. Right. So they have a sign or something? No, they're nothing. No? Okay. People don't know where it is. <laughs> they don't want to attract attention to mm-hmm. that. They just want people to not forget. Um, it was an incredible, it's an incredible place to visit. Um, there's, of course, food, lots of sausages. Mm, I will, we're, we don't have a ton of time to talk about it, but... Um, so, I wanted to do a quick thing, Jen. <laughs> That's it for food? <laughs> <laughs> That's it for food, because we're going to get into more interesting food for other okay. places. Um, so, German words. Mm-hmm. Everyone out there, please... <laughs> Please yell at your radio what you think these following German words mean. And people, anyone who knows um, about the language knows that German words are very, very um, blunt ways of just describing something in a word. Okay. So it's like the real accurate translation of what they're trying to say literally in the word. Um, And I find these German words also describe these indescribable feelings a lot of the time, so it's kind of fun to hear. (laughs) Let's do this. So, I'm going to start with this one called Kumispekt. Jin, what do you think is Kumispekt? Sounds very strong. Mm-hmm. Like spec is like strong word, you know, like almost attack. Kumar <laughs> spec. Kumar spec has. To, I'll give you a hint. It yeah, has yes, to do yes. with being sad. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you're being sad. So you have to get rid of it. So you are trying <laughs> oh, okay. hard to make your feelings better. Uh huh. So, so what do you do when you're sad? You hit sandbags or something. <laughs> It's sandbags. No, so respect okay. actually translates to grief bacon. Okay. And basically this means uh, what when you put on extra weight, when you've had a ba- sad time and you emotionally overeat, uh, so you put on a couple pounds of grief bacon. Okay. <laughs> so, so it's nothing about sound then. I no. Thought, I thought sound represents something. No. Okay. respect. Um, I keep trying. You keep trying. So the next one is... Inerer Schweinhund. Okay, so I told you about this. So like uh, Elise, skinny fat. <laughs> we talked about <laughs> what skinny fat is like. Uh, so it's not about that, but it's mo- it's another quality that I have, uh, which is eating. Yes, eating, but more laziness. Drink, laziness. Um, eating while on the bed. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I eat in bed. Um, it it uh, translates to inner pig dog, okay. which means, um, okay, are you procrastinating? You're too lazy to do something. There's this voice in your head that's like, I don't want to. Mm. That's your inner pig dog. Okay. That's your inner Schweinhund. So you're not doing your duty or something? Yes. Like that? okay. That's the that's that evil thing in your and mind. Is your qualification? Like, <laughs> I, I'm lazy. Um, Thanks for the information. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, okay, there's another one that I think is funny called Treppenwitz. Mm. It sounds very tricky, funny, and kitty. Okay, this is kind of on the right track with funny. Okay. Uh, you trick somebody? No. So Treppenwitz. 
please correct me if I'm not pronouncing this correctly. That's why I don't get it. Treppenwitz is a staircase joke. So this is so funny because this happens to me all the time. When you are talking to someone mm-hmm. and you you just can't think of the thing you want to say. And then when you're down the stairs after talking to them, you think of the joke that you wanted to tell them. Mm. It's a staircase joke that comes to you after. Mm, okay. Too late. Too late. Um, Maybe just one more. I'll do one more. Tired. Liebenschmiede. <laughs> Liebenschmied. Schmiede. Schmiede. Give me a hint. So Lieben means life. Okay. So what do you think mm. Schmiede means? <laughs> Schmiede sounds very sweetie. Sweetie. <laughs> sugary. Lieben Schmiede means life tire. <laughs> Can you at least give me <laughs> No. React. We're just okay, moving on. Lieben Schmiede means life tired. It means literally means you're just you're just tired of life right now. Um so you need a break or vacation or something? Yeah. Okay. Um so moving on. Okay. Everyone, I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed these German words. Um, what else can I say? That Berlin was amazing. There's a lot of Turkish influence mm. in the city. So when when you walk by, you see lots of um, candy stores with Turkish delight and tea, mm. Turkish spices. Um, really interesting blend of cultures there. And also, is home Berlin is home to really exclusive clubs. Okay. Really exclusive clubs. There's one called the Berghain, which is really, really famous. Okay. So yeah. The Berghain has it's like a club that goes all day, all night, twenty four seven, and you can line up and try to get in. And there's a famous bouncer that will basically look at you and say, "Yep," and then the next person, nah. Oh, I see. That's that's the admission requirements. <laughs> yes. And so people go crazy trying to figure out how. What do you have to do? How oh. do you have to dress? How how cool do you have to act? Is you know? it different time to time, or is they have something? They don't have a ca- okay. people don't know. Oh, okay, okay. What gets you in or not? So there's all these YouTube, cl- um, you know, advice on mm-hmm. wear black, act like you don't care. Yeah. You know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fun. try to get in, but next time, well, if anyone has tips on how to get into mm-hmm. the Bergheim. Well, this reminds me when I went to Prague one time, I know there was. I'm not sure that's true, but they said there's the biggest club in Eastern Europe. Mm. I didn't know. I'm a good boy. I didn't go either. <laughs> <laughs> but my friend went, and they said they like they are like five stories club. And every story, every every floor has different type of music, so you can actually get to choose Ooh. what mood you're in. Yeah. Nice. So, you wouldn't get Liebenschmidt there. <laughs> um, so Prague, you've been to Prague. Yeah, well, 10 years ago or something. Um, do you remember anything? Yeah, we went to Prague Castle, the castle. Yeah, and, famous landmark. Mm-hmm, and we climb up and see outside. Nice. And I remember the night sight. Is the castle is like a white and kind of little green-blue mm-hmm. lights on top. And it was beautiful. It looks like a Disney castle. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't look real. Yeah, yeah. Prague was the next stop mm-hmm. on this journey. So... Um, I'm going to start with (laughs) Uh, (laughs) the Czech Republic, which is uh, Prague is the capital of the Czech Republic, Mm -hmm. has the highest beer consumption per capita in the world. And Pilsner Urkel, you can find it in the LCBO here, is the world's first Pilsner. So that's the first light colored beer ever Mm. came out of uh, Prague. Uh, Very famous for its beer 
culture. Okay, so is it history. popular there? There. Yes, everywhere. you can find it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, also, steak tartare is a popular dish there because it goes well with beer. So steak tartare is raw steak okay. chopped up with onions and different things. Mm. Smear it on some bread, have a beer. Okay. It's what I did. <laughs> um, some sites visited. Also, there's, uh, again, put this on Google Images. Zizkov Television Tower mm-hmm. is an example of a high-tech al- architecture there. It looks like it doesn't belong in this century. century. And it has statues of babies climbing on it. It's really strange. Really strange. Oh. It's a radio tower. Um, there's also something in a nearby town, in, in a town called Brno. B-R-N-O. I don't know how you pronounce it, Brno. <laughs> uh, it's an astronomical clock. Uh, every day at 11 a.m., it releases a glass marble out of it somewhere. And so people all crowd around it and wait. Mm. I had no idea why. Why 11 a.m.? What is this clock? So, of course, being me, I did some late night research. So they don't give you the meaning of the clock? Let me tell you, Jin. Okay. <laughs> So, in 1645, mm-hmm. in this city of Brno, the Swedish army was attacking and attacking and attacking, but the city did not back down. So, uh-huh. they came to what's called a stalemate. Mm-hmm. So, they were back and forth, and no one was winning. The mm-hmm. Swedish general said he would pull back if the city did not fall by noon that mm-hmm. day. So, the people of Brno, genius, mm-hmm. they went to the city clock, and they turned it back an hour. So... Um, so when it read noon an hour early at 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So the general kept his word and the Swedes packed their weapons and returned home. Wow. It was that easy. So to con- commemorate this victory, the clock um, uh, releases a shiny black marble nice. uh, out of this clock, which actually looks like a huge bullet. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool shape. And, uh, That's a really smart strategy. Yeah. And- Right? I also think that it's like so dumb that it's smart. Yeah, yeah, but also the other how they just gave up because oh, it's twelve, I gave up. Well, yeah, you can only do so much. (laughs) Um, Actually, I learned too is kind of cool the noon bell. So no, you know, in lots of uh, churches and cathedrals, at noon it rings. Yeah, it rings at eleven, an hour early. Mm. (laughs) So this weird town, Brno has a cool history. Kind of daylight saving times. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we're going to go into our next song. It is called, so this, a little history of this song that I'm sure a lot of you have heard. Uh, It's, I heard a story on the BBC this morning, actually, about a band, Boney M. I'm sure you've all heard a lot of Boney M songs. Um, but I've always wondered, like, what is Boney M about? Mm-hmm. Are they German? Are they African? Are they Caribbean? It's such a weird mix of stuff. <laughs> so, uh, and I think it's the perfect band which showcases multiculturality and crossing boundaries. So, mm-hmm. a little history about this song. It's a German producer by the name of Frank Farian. He wanted to bring a blend of Afro-Caribbean disco to oh. Europe. Um, and you can hear in the recording of this song the voice that talks mm. is German German okay. accent so this song was is called uh, Rasputin mm. it was the top of the charts in Germany and Austria for its time and it was this band was the first western act to actually cross the wall across the border into the USSR mm. and play the song because it's about Rasputin he's a famous Russian right so 
this whole history comes together for this weird song, <laughs> this German producer with these people from the Caribbean that yeah. dance like Russians. <laughs> and I'm going to play uh, Rasputin by Boney M. And we'll be back in a few moments um, to laugh all about it yeah. on Elise in Wonderland. Welcome back to Elise in Wonderland on 101.5 The Hawk. It's 5.45, and we're talking about um, a bunch of stuff. <laughs> we're talking about uh, Germany, Prague, mm -hmm. and next up is Austria for my recent trip in Europe. And by the way, for those uh, who missed it, that last line that Jin cut off was, Oh, those crazy Russians. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Boney M. Um, Rasputin. Mm -hmm. So now on our next stop on this wonderland travel um vacation is austria mm -hmm. vienna to be exact so vienna is well known for being the film location for sound of music which was uh sorry oh. not vienna austria okay <laughs> uh in salzburg austria near vienna mm -hmm. so everyone knows the hills are alive all those shots of julie andrews mm -hmm. floating around on Jeez. the mountains and the kids, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a beautiful place. And Vienna actually keeps getting voted as one of the best places to live in Europe. Mm. I think nine times the last nine wow. years in a row. Um, it's very cool. Mm -hmm. So, how much do you know about Vienna? Well, Austria, I just know about there are a lot of musicians or like composers mm -hmm. from there. I went to Austria, but I don't remember really <laughs> It's gorgeous. So Austria, mm. Vienna is the wine capital. It's known for many things. One okay. of them is wine capital. It's the only capital city in the world to produce as much wine, this much wine within its city limits. Mm. So it's not, you know, like a big countryside. It's a huge city. Yeah. Um, there's 1,700 wow. acres of vineyards. So th over 300 wineries and vintners yeah. in the city. Um it's also called the world's capital of music mm, because famous probably. composers lived here. Yeah. That's what you knew. <laughs> Mozart. I don't know if anyone's heard of Mozart or Beethoven or Schubert or Brahms, but <laughs> they're kind of famous. Yeah. They all yeah. come from here. Mm -hmm. It's also called the city of dreams. Um, why? Because. Why? Yeah. Oh, that was my part. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Because Freud. Uh, Sigmund Freud, the father of psychoanalysis, lived and worked in Vienna for most of his career. Mm -hmm. um, it's, so it's the birthplace of psychotherapy. Mm. And I'm going to do another test on Jin. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm psychologically broken, so please speak to me. <laughs> Everyone, close your eyes. Yeah. And actually, when I ask this question to Jin, I would like... Oh, he's closing his eyes. Um, I would like you, if you're not driving a car or operating heavy machinery <laughs> at the moment, please close your eyes and take in this question. So mm. there are many different questions that Freud used to ask his patients to understand, you know, the truth, the real truth about you by knowing your subconscious. And in order to reveal your subconscious, there are certain answers that you give to these questions. So, um, Jin, mm. Jin and you out there not driving. Mm. You're in the desert. Picture a large desert. It's hot. There's a wall in front of you. A, a wall so long that you can't see the end of it. Mm. And you walk up to the wall and there's a tiny little hole in the wall. And you peek your eye through it and you see an oasis full of fresh water, a beautiful buffet of chilled oh. seafood. <laughs> 
um, how do you, how do you get to the other side? What are you going to do? So walk me through mm-hmm. your quickly, you know, what would your approach to solving this problem be? So anything is acceptable, right? Yes. Um, I'm not a strong guy. <laughs> so I would yell first. Okay. See if anyone can tell me where the door is. Okay. Or so, just throw some food out to me. Okay, if someone on the other side can yeah. help. Great. So um, if you had a similar answer, maybe you said, oh, I'm going to find a tool and break down this wall. Or, mm. I'm going to build a ladder. Or I'm going to you know, make friends with the, the elephant nearby. <laughs> <That'll>, <laughs> who knows? This reveals your approach to prob- solving problems in your life. Okay. So when Jin is in trouble, he yells for help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, this is just a, not meant to be taken very seriously, but these are some of the questions Freud would ask. You know, he would say, uh, one of them I think is, you're in a forest and mm-hmm. you see um, a, a house in the distance and has a light on. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do? Right. And this is supposed to be the way you react to your home environment mm. um, or having children in your life. Oh, okay. Some people want to run away. Some people maybe want to like walk around it, slowly investigate. Mm-hmm. Some people run right for the light. Um, so that's just a cool little test. Well, but I think it is correct. Remember I said, because I'm not strong, I need help. So it is what it is. I mm. sometimes put myself low than mm. others. And, you know, if I think somebody else has a power mm. more power than I do so I ask help or something so you think it's kind of accurate yeah well mm. I hope you enjoyed this psychoanalysis <laughs> by Elise moment yeah. at least in Wonderland and uh, for what, those what of did you, what was your answer or what is your what would my answer be yeah. I was thinking about this last night um, and slept <laughs> and fell asleep yeah <laughs> Actually, mm. I my first instinct was like find a way to ram through the wall. Okay, <laughs> and I think that's actually kind of accurate too. That's why you're the, a sign up for kickboxing. <laughs> yes, if I see a problem, I'm like, okay, how do I just Break punch down. through it? Mm. <laughs> um, you know, I think your approach might be better. Okay. I never thought maybe there's someone on the other side. <laughs> Sometimes I need to take a step back and think a little bit more. Yeah. Okay, so the reason why Austria happened, MotoGP. What is it? Yes. Do you know anything about MotoGP? Well, I played a game, computer game, so I know it's kind of bike racing. Yeah. But that's it. And I know a lot of people are hurt. It is bike racing. Extreme, aggressive. It is. Uh, we don't have a ton of time to talk about it, but mm. it's. Um, I highly recommend looking this a race up on YouTube just to see how fast it is. It They are people that ride crazy fast bikes that go... Mm. 220 miles an hour Um, just like Formula One cars but on bikes which is crazier riders can lose two liters of sweat during a race because their whole body has to maneuver this Uh, the races are 45 minutes long imagine going that speed for 45 minutes and the the bikes themselves are custom for the Mm. rider over 2 million dollars a bike the tires get changed every time probably no airbag too right no when you (laughs) well when you crash your suit um, oh, okay. Protects you in a in a certain oh. way. Um, we're gonna skip right to food. No, 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 no. Let me ask some questions. <laughs> so, where, like, in which course or which part of course did you see and see? Like, Start you... and finish line. 
perfect. <laughs> so you get to see who's the winner. Yes. Nice. Who's last? Who's yeah. first? Yeah. Did you pick anyone like to cheer? Well, if anyone's heard the name Valentino Rossi, they'll know he's won something like seven or nine years in a row, but not recently. Okay. <laughs> It's like he didn't win. Oh. I can't remember who won. <laughs> Someone from Spain. It's okay. Yeah. Um, It's amazing. There anyone was. Anyone got hurt? Much? There were a couple of crashes mm. for sure during the race, but people walked wow. away from them. Wow. Professional crashers. <laughs> <laughs> um. There was some. If you've ever heard of Wiener Schnitzel, it's actually Schnitzel from Vienna. Okay. Wiener. Um, so, oh, there's someone that's commented on our uh, on so our chat. Jorge Lorenzo won. So another cool fact about food from Vienna is Pez. We've all had Pez with the little dispensers mm. that shoot candy out of their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Pez was invented in Vienna in the oh. 20s. So the name Pez is an abbreviation of the German word Pfefferminz, meaning mm, peppermint. Peppermint, yeah. Yeah. The original Pez candies only came in mint. Mm. So the dispenser was invented in the 50s, designed to look like a little lighter. Uh, smoking was prohibited at the time. So the Pez slogan was, no smoking, Pezzing allowed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was kind of a cool history mm. moment. Um... We have to yeah. kind of skip the end of my trip mm -hmm. in Croatia, but I hope that maybe we can talk about that when we have um, mm. a Croatian guest <laughs> for the sake of time and mm -hmm. our next lovely friend who's coming on to yeah. do his show. It was too much to take in. Too much history, mm. too much beautiful stuff. So let's talk about uh, upcoming events. Yeah, so um, it's happening Canadian National Exhibition mm -hmm. um, until September 3rd, right before next week, Monday, it's Tuesday. Um, there are lots of air shows, animals, cute cats. Really? <laughs> and music, foods, and parades. So, Where yeah. is it? It's in Toronto, um, right at the airport, right at the lake, oh. Ontario. So you can take a train, I think. Oh, okay. And you can oh, the CNE. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> okay. CNE, yes. Uh, until September 3rd from mm -hmm. now? Okay. Might have to check that one out. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, anyone living in Hamilton knows this, but Supercrawl is happening from mm -hmm. the September 14th to 16th. For those who are new to the city, never been to Supercrawl, this is like all the streets got shut down. There's music. There's yeah. fashion show. There's well, art performance. It's the biggest event in Hamilton, right? It's definitely the biggest mm -hmm. festival in Hamilton, and everyone comes out. It's mm -hmm. kind of cool to see how many people mm -hmm. live in the city. I yeah, forget yeah. that they all come out during those days. <laughs> so definitely support your local artists, mm -hmm. um, support local musicians, buy a piece of artwork or fashion, and mm -hmm. and enjoy um, music, partying in the streets with everyone. Yeah. Um, Oh, remember last year I went there and did some interview? Oh, yeah, Jin was on the street. <laughs> Maybe we'll reporter. have to do that again. Can you do that? Jin <laughs> on the street. Yeah, sure. Well, it was fun. We'll call this segment Gin and Tonic. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, my dream. Yeah. Because um, yeah. we'll do it at a bar. I would love to. Maybe we'll see you guys from Super Crawl. For sure. So next week we are skipping again mm -hmm. um, because it's a worthy cause. We are all. Uh, welcoming 
all of our new international students to our new orientation mm -hmm. happening in the McIntyre Theater at Mohawk College uh, next Thursday the 6th, 5 p.m. If and you are a new biggest student. Biggest ever in the history. Biggest ever in the, ever in the history in of the college. college. Yeah. Um, we have some superpower staff that have come together to plan this event. Not me, right? Jin <laughs> will be expected to make a speech. Uh, uh, there's going to be performances. There's mm. going to be uh, all sorts Food. of fun activities for people. Games, quiz. Yes, you can win up to $1,000. <sighs> I know. So let's, come on. Yeah, let's sign up today. <laughs> I'm going to quit and become an international student. <laughs> Same day admission. Yeah, you did admission. Um, thank you again for listening to Lisa in Wonderland. Uh, hope you enjoyed hearing a little bit about some of these countries. And we're going to end with a song from the Sound of Music soundtrack. So long, farewell, Alvita saying goodbye, mm -hmm. and we'll, we will see you in a few weeks' yeah. time. See you next time. <laughs>